You're listening to The 21 Day Pursuit, a daily journey toward the heart of God. We believe that no other goal or pursuit will satisfy if not born of loving and being loved by Jesus. So welcome to The Pursuit. Hey everybody and welcome to The 21 Day Pursuit. And this is day 13 where we are starting our study of an adoring heart. And I'm really excited because I have some of my worship buddies here. I have Brett and Caleb, and then also, you know him, you love him, Connor Mays. Hey, guys. Awesome. I don't do worship, but (laughs) I don't sing. That's okay. We welcome you here. Oh, sweet. (laughs) So anyways, I'm really excited about today's topic um, of an adoring heart. We're talking about um, God's heart and, and how ours should be reflective of his heart. And, and something I, I, I love to, to think about, and, and Lindsay got into this with, with one of her deep dives studies here at the church, is the, the fact that we are created out of love between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, and I like this idea of that creation was a gift between each other out of adoration. And so we're going to be looking at just that. How do we have an adoring heart? Um, it's, it's geared towards worship, and I'm excited to really define worship uh, for you, those of you that are listening, um, and maybe rewrite uh, the script to, to what we might think it is and, and what it is and what it isn't. So actually, Brett wrote the devotional for today, and if, if, uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to read that yet, you can check the link out in the show notes. But Brett, why don't you uh, just give us a little tidbit on what you wrote, why you wrote it, and yeah. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, this was, I felt fairly easy to write for me because it's something that I kind of, I'm going to use the word struggle, but maybe like battle all the time. Um, And so, um, you know, for me, I know a lot of people have heard this before, but you know, you'll hear the the line, we were made to worship. And, Mm. you know, sometimes you'll also hear people say like, we've got that God-shaped heart in our, our hole in our heart, right. and we're trying to fill it with other things. Um, and so I kind of took this passage in Colossians and um, reflected on it, like, how, is it, how does it affect me during the year? Like, what are the things that I'm, as a Christian, putting in front of God, you know? What am I worshiping over Him during the year? Um, you know, I think some of the stuff I wrote in here, you know, some people might see as it being coveting or idolizing something but globally speaking I use the term worship throughout this whole thing because I think I think I struggle with a lot of people too I worship a lot of other things in the busy world that we live in and I don't even know it sometimes it's like that mm. like unconscious thing yeah. that you're doing and then like when you have a realization you like wake up and you're like oh my goodness like I just you know I was distant from God today or maybe this whole week because I was so focused on something else I was worshiping something, money, people, success, whatever that is. Um, right. And so, like, I just felt like, yeah, this this devotional was meant to really kind of like get us thinking over the next year and like say, you know, try to find what areas in our lives we're putting in worship over God. Um, yeah. yeah, I found it really interesting that you use the word worship rather than distract. Like, oh, I was distracted by money, or I was distracted by fill in the negative blank that took me away yeah. from God. Not, Oh, I was distracted. Cause that's, that's usually, that's, I know for me, that's like my excuse is, Oh, I'm distracted. It's getting in the way. No, I'm actually worshiping it. You know, I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I have adoration yeah, yeah. towards it in a weird sort of way. Yeah. Right. 
So I, I have this quote for us that, that ties in exactly uh, with what we're talking about here. And it's, it's from David Foster Wallace. And he actually gave this, um, I believe it was at a, like a college or a high school graduation, like a, just a, a, a speech. I, I th- I'm going to say college. University. Yeah, university. Yeah. Mm, prestige. <laughs> so, so he says this. He says, there is no such thing as not worshiping. Everybody worships. The only choice we get is what to worship. If you worship money and things, then you will never have enough. Never feel you have, en- have enough. Worship your body and beauty and sexual allure, and you will always feel ugly. And when time and age start showing, you will die a million deaths before they finally grieve you. Worship power and you end up feeling weak and afraid, and you will need ever more power over others to numb you in your own fear. Worship your intellect, being seen as smart, and you will end up feeling stupid, a fraud, always on the verge of being found out. But the insidious thing about these forms of worship is not that they are all evil or sinful. It's that they are unconscious. They are default settings. So this quote is is pretty hardcore. <laughs> There's a lot yeah, there to like unpack. Yeah, it, yeah. it hurts a little bit. <laughs> but what I especially love about this quote is that it, it, it doesn't come from a Christian perspective, but still uses, like, like, like Brett did, the, the term worship. And he says, there's no such thing mm. as not worshiping. And this guy, he's not a Christian. He doesn't claim to be a Christian. He just says, everybody worships. It's, the choice we get is, is what we worship. And then he goes through all these things, and <laughs> he's like, you get the choice of what you worship. But then he lists all these things that, <laughs> that are like, you worship this, and you always feel terrible. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a really harsh pill to swallow. So, yeah, what, what, what comes to mind when you, when you guys hear that quote? It's one of the things that I was kind of tying back to Brett's devotional. He has this line, and I want to read it uh, word for word so I don't make a mistake. But he says, I worship other things like obsessing over uh, new music gear and material things, and I worship others' people other people's view of me over knowing who God says I am. And man, that just really hit me. You know, we think we focus so much on, um, especially as being a believer for a long time, you know, how do other people view my walk with, with God or um, how I'm leading my family or, you know, any of those things rather than, you know, who God says I am as a son. uh, Yeah. Like, is that enough? Is that enough? Yeah. It's a pitfall of Christianity to like, you know, you're following God for so long and you're in a, in a tight knit community and, um, or maybe you're even a leader, like many, like all four of us here, we spend time on stage at a church and you feel that tension of like, my life has to look good. I have to, I have to show up and like, seem like I, I have the Christian thing figured out. You know, and you mean? guys are worship leaders and like, <laughs> like that's the stereotypical, you gotta, you gotta not only like look like you're worshiping Jesus, but you also got to like look good on stage. You got to maybe even during reckless love, you got to have a tear going down the eye, (laughs) right? Like you gotta, you gotta, it's almost like you're put in this spot to uh, like, you have to almost quote unquote perform in Mm -hmm. a weird way. Like how do you guys, how do you handle that? Like what's, what's something that you guys do to handle that worship leader tension? I mean, that, is a tough, definitely a tough thing to answer and follow up on because I think there's so much Sunday mornings, there's so much that goes into the morning. Um, 
you know, you spend all week listening to three songs, practicing, learning. It's an early morning. It's a long, you know, it's a long day. I do think there are times when, and even in our own lives, where it's just like, man, I, it's tough. To, you know, it's tough to, I'm just not feeling it today. I don't feel the love of God. I don't feel grace, um, you know, pouring out. Mm. Um, but then there's this, you know, call to obedience, to to obey God, to lead his people well, to take the opportunity opportunity that we have in front of us, you know, and make, um, I, I often think to myself, if this was my last time to get to worship, wow. you know, would I be satisfied with, you know, what I've, what I've wow. given to, to the Father today? And so I think, <laughs> ouch, I love that. yeah, I love that. But I do, because it, it really gives you something to, to focus on, you know, to, yeah. um, because we don't know how many days we, you know, we get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, f- I don't know if you find this, but I think oftentimes when I make a mistake or something like that, when we're all of a sudden it rattles me mm. and then I, and then I have to think, well, why are you so rattled about this? Like, is it because you're in performance mode instead of worship mode? Because mm. if you're in worship mode, there's, there is no like rattling, right? We're we're just we're vertically connected with God at that moment and everything. But that's how I check myself when I when I have like an emotional reaction to something that I do, like it's a mistake or like ah oh, I shouldn't have did that there or what you know insert issue here. And my gut reaction is like, dude, come on, what are you doing? It's like, oh, see, now we're we're crossing the line of like what what we're at, what this is all about, kind of thing. So that's that's like my real time moment checking myself with like how I can be am I focused on the right thing. My worship yeah. right thing. Yeah, it's so it's it's so difficult, but like right within what you were saying, Caleb, is like the heart of worship. It's yeah. it's never about like sure, feelings like and emotions when they connect, it feels great and worship mm-hmm. is awesome. But for many people listening, they might think of worship like uh, as 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 just Sunday morning, mm-hmm. just the songs, and I'm looking around the room, and there's people. There are there are people crying. There are people raising their hands, um, and there are people that are obviously feeling things. Um, but what I think, what you said, what I, what I think it does is is it, it 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 makes people realize that worshiping isn't just feelings. Like mm. it's activating your mind, it, becoming aware of where you're at. Like not just physically, but where you're at spiritually, what you're dealing with in your life. You know, maybe you did, you spent the whole week and you didn't, didn't say one word to God and here you are on Sunday, which, which I love that Sunday is an opportunity every time for somebody to come back to Jesus. And it's mm-hmm. beautiful. It's, and we've, you know, many of us have experienced that. We had a terrible week. We fell short. Um, you know, Brad, I loved your vulnerability in your, in your Devo to say like, I've, I've gone weeks but then you show up on Sunday and, and you you have that moment of, I'm not feeling it, but I'm going to activate my mind to say, like, I realize that that, that I'm, I'm not doing a good job at worshiping. So what I'm going to do is just give all that I have and all that I can do right now. I'm, I'm going to show up. I'm going to say these things. I'm going to play these notes. I'm going to sing these words. And they might not be hitting my heart, but I'm still going to do them for you. And that's what's going to dig down. In, mm-hmm. into the heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I think it, as you're talking, I'm thinking of like, what is worship? Like at the end of the day, um, 
And I think that's kind of like the conversation we're having here. Like what is worship at the end of the day? And is it, is it a Sunday morning experience? Is it, you know, is it just the song? Is it, and, and you see throughout the scriptures, you see a few things you see, um, mainly the word I, I think of is sacrifice. Um, you see in the old Testament, literally they worshiped God through sacrificing like stock through like their, their finances through, um, oils and perfumes and things like that, that were valuable to them. Um, and then you see in the new Testament, people literally sacrificing their, their lives to follow Jesus. Um, and even in Romans, it talks about like, that's your, your true and pop, proper worship is to sacrifice. And that doesn't just happen on a Sunday morning. It happens through like our finances. It happens yeah. through um, our marriages, through our friendships and all those things. And so, um, yeah, as you, as you were saying that, I'm like, man, we have this such a cool opportunity throughout the week to worship, worship the Lord, laying down things and in our lives and our desires for, for him to know him greater and to lift his name up, you know? Yeah. So let, let's bring the conversation full circle. You know, we started out talking about like this idea that we're made to worship, that no matter what you think, you spent some time this week worshiping someone, something, mm -hmm. an idea, a material thing. Um, what does it look like to, to change that for somebody in their life, in, in their life, like to, to shift it from uh, um, giving your time and energy and focus to, to these things that are not as important, um, or at least you're giving more of time and, and energy to that more than your relationship with God. How do you, what does that practically look like for somebody to shift it from that to this idea of head to the heart, like activating your mind, recognizing that I need to give God time, that I need to be obedient to him, that I just need to show up, um, that I don't need to be in my feels, but I need to worship him with my life. Does that, does that mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that um, taking that active step to identify things that are kind of keeping that gap between you and God, and I, I can't remember if it was Lee this past week that was kind of talking about like closing the gap, you know? Um, but for me, practically speaking, it has meant removing things that are not of God in my life. And so the easy example, and I know this is an easy one to use, but social media stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a great tool for certain things, but I definitely found myself, I think like a lot of people spending so much time on it and yeah. not doing anything and that was time I could be with God. It could be time that I'm worshiping him, yeah. sacrificing, giving to other, you know, insert whatever there. And so it's just been take, trying to be intentional and identifying those areas when they come up and then trying to say, okay, God, I need, I need your help here. I need strength because I'm weak on my own. Um, so how can I like put them aside and try to turn more intentionally? It's very difficult. I mean, I'm still a work in progress and I think I will be till the day I yeah, die. But, but, it's, but even as you're speaking, I think what one thing God's highlighting to me just now in this moment is the fact that the initial, the moment of that sacrifice, the moment of that effort mm -hmm. that you put in, is that not worship? Yeah. Like yeah. the moment that you said, that you said, just to, just look at it, acknowledge it. So Social media, I see it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some time away from it, 
that's worship. Is it not? Yeah. No, I yeah. think it is because like even in Hebrews 11, it talks about like in faith, in faith, and that's what's pleasing to God. Yeah. And like you're taking that step in faith to something you really – like let's be let's all be honest. We've all lost track on Instagram reels or Facebook oh, yeah. or whatever, you know. And you, it's something you would like enjoy. It brings you happiness and you're going to say in faith, I'm going to take this out of my life and get, and give that time to to the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's worship. Yeah. That is. That's sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter necessarily what it is. Like mm-hmm. cuz even Brett you said in the devotional like it can be some things that are not necessarily evil or sinful. Totally. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Um, it could be good things, but it's just saying like, well, I'm going to put the Lord above that. And and um, I hate that you put obsessing over music gear and stuff. <laughs> that was... That Sorry, felt, man. That I, felt personal. Yeah, okay, man. <laughs> we can have a powwow session afterwards <laughs> yeah. about this. Well, to be, to be honest, my uh, like I don't have social media on my phone because years ago I, I made that decision that like, okay, I need to get this off my phone um, because it was not healthy for me. Um, and sometimes like I'll, I'll say to my wife, like, Hey, don't you think maybe you're scrolling on Instagram a little too much? <laughs> and she goes, uh, don't you think you're scrolling through reverb? Explain to the people like, what yeah, reverb, so is. reverb Reverb is a, is a music. Uh, it's basically like eBay for all music <laughs> gear. Yeah, I'm, com- I'm completely guilty of that too. <laughs> oh, that's I, so funny, I, I think, yeah. I think though it's that, um, how many times do people like pray to God about like, hey, show me this or reveal this to me or insert something here, but then don't take active steps themselves to make a change. Totally. And I think oftentimes that's what we're called to do. And in tying it back to the worship and sacrificing, it's like, I need to, we need to make an active choice to say, identify those areas. You know, the quote that you used, and I think I mentioned it too, a lot of these things aren't bad, but they become unconsciously yeah. focal points after just time in it. And so when we take the active steps to be conscious about it, you know, like, Hey, I see this now let's start putting in some like areas or, or distances, you know, so I'm not distracted or I'm removing those temptations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I remember recently um, just learning about the idea of, of, of Sabbath. And when I started doing that, not the whole idea of like Sabbath being worship because it, it is, but what I realized is when I was super bored, I figured out what I worshipped. Uh, oh yeah, dude! Like, talk about a, a punch in the gut. Like, I I found out like I worship like anything <clears throat> of like that numbs my brain. Yeah, like I love that. I love like movies, video games, or podcasts. Even like all those things that I can just zone out about. <laughs> what were you? Gonna, did you have something to say? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> he, he He's just amening. <laughs> no, it was the the podcast thing. Yeah. Hey, man, don't you want people to listen to this? Yeah. Oh no, trust me, trust me. Yeah, I, we. I think we already made that joke about podcasting <laughs> terrible, but not this one. Not this one. Not yeah, this no. one. Anyways, um, but yeah, no, I I found when I was bored, I and removed those things from my life. I saw my. My, I just couldn't call it like my addiction yeah. to yeah. my idols mm-hmm. and how much they s- suck the life out of me and yeah. where I need to replace that. It's like, I, I tell this, my youth group kids all the time. It's like the Indiana Jones moment where he's like replacing the bag of gold or whatever the, the item I'm terrible at remembering this movie, <laughs> but he replaces it so that the trap doesn't come down on him. It, that's what you have to do in your life. You have to replace the thing that you're worshiping. That's your idol 
with God in some sort of sense. Mm-hmm. And so you can't just get rid of social media because then you're like, think about, well, what's everybody doing on social media? Well, then you replace that with your prayer, your time of just sitting alone with the Lord, or you're just yeah. mm-hmm. playing Spotify or the hottest, you know, worship track and you're just singing, you know, whatever it is. And so, yeah, that's, that's my practical encouragement. That's what has changed my life for sure to become more of a worshiper of, of the Lord. So yeah, yeah. that's so good. That is good. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I think if anything, um, what I would love for you guys to take from this is, is not this idea that you need to be overwhelmed by all, all the things that you quote unquote worship in your life. Um, but you would at least be encouraged to just take one simple step this week, um, even today, just to look at your life and, and, and offer to God just one thing that you might need to cut out or you might need to um, lessen or, or you might need to cut out com- entirely. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just pray that the Lord um, highlights something in your heart um, that you need to, to set aside for him and let that be worship. Um, worship is so much more than just the songs we sing on Sunday. Um, it's the way that we live our lives. And that simple stop and think and look at your heart and examine yourself, that, that is worship. Um, so thanks for tuning in today. Uh, we hope you're encouraged. We hope that uh, you're experiencing God and, and his heart for you. And we will see you next time. Well, tomorrow for day 14 of the 21 Day Pursuit.